You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. All right, three, two, one. That is terrible. There's no need for any kind of that stuff at all. No room in this, in this country for that kind of behavior. Boy, John, that just makes you sick, doesn't it? 14 seconds left. The crowd reacting. And... These officials really need to get off the field. And you know what? The fans got to stop throwing crap. We just saw a guy get hit in the head, and he's down, split his head wide open. The fans have got to control themselves. People are getting hurt. Live from the world-famous Laugh Factory on the Sunset Strip, this is the Fanatics Podcast with your host, Sean Joshi. Now, when Hazonia dunked and then he mm-hmm. stepped over you, would that bother you? Oh, yeah. I'm going to punch him in the stomach next time. Really? Yeah. No. Do you think that's an appropriate move to punch somebody in the nuts, Fabrizio Capano? Uh, I it, I think it's it's not it's not polite. That is it's not very polite. It's that not is polite. Giannis Antetokounmpo responding <laughs> to Mario Hazonia. I can say both of those names. You, that was that was amazing. You know, <laughs> after Mario Hazonia dunked on Giannis and stepped over him, a la Iverson, Tyron Lue. You know, back this happened, in the day. That happened this week? That happened this week to Giannis, who's a stud. Hisania said of the event, honestly, if you're afraid, this is not for you. I don't want to be disrespectful, but if you feel fear, this is not the place for you. New York is not a place for you, and this team is not, not a place, a place for, for you. You, you want to wow. hear Mar- Mar- Mario Hisania's stat line of from course. that night? Two points. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, now, those were his only two points of the game. You know what I love about this is like I I, I don't have the faces of those people, yeah. you know. So my in my mind, the, their faces are so different that they probably are in real life. You oh, know? they're completely different. So uh, Mario Hizania is like a Croatian dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like six eight, you know, actually really athletic. And Giannis Atentacuompo is a black Greek dude who's like 7-1. Completely unexpected for me. Completely unexpected. No match with my imagination. Hazania had two points. Giannis had like 36 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, right? But I think it was Hazania who wins it. He he wins it or? Anytime you get another player to threaten to punch you in the nuts, I think that's a pretty good thing. Yeah, I think that's part of the game, no? I think so. I remember like when I was a kid, people used to say that sports – Join people together. Yeah. Bring people together. Yeah. It's not true. They can also bring people to kick each other in the nuts. They bring, That's also yeah. possible. Yeah. It's more it's more aggressive than uh, a like a playful thing. Like right. sports are about winning. Right. Destroy the other person. Right. So we should stop teaching kids sports. Right. There well, you go. It's just what an a, idea. What a wonderful guest on a sports <laughs> podcast. It's just an idea, guys. It's just an idea. Uh, Giannis had to apologize because you know how you have to like apologize for everything oh, yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah. Yeah. And he blamed his poor English. He's like, really? I didn't know that was appropriate. I do that all the time, that by I the could way. Say that. And, like, I was going to say, Fabrizio, as somebody who's not a native English speaker, do you get away with stuff like that? I, I you say, walked around threatening to I punch say, people in the testicles I've and be been like, been saying bad. racist shit all the time. <laughs> and then I say, I'm sorry, my English is not good. Yeah, just <laughs> going to blackface at like Halloween parties. Sorry, did, I'm new in town. <laughs> didn't know I could what? do that. No one told me this. In I my thought country, it was okay. This is, people love this. 
It's you and Megan Kelly, right? It's just me and Megan. Yeah, <laughs> your Halloween we were, party. But she's she was born here, so she, she's she worse. She was born here, right? She's worse than me. But one Halloween party I would not want to go to is apparently anyone involving the Golden State Warriors last year. Uh, after the finals, David West said, you guys, to the media, you guys had no idea what we had to deal with. Once the story comes out, you're going to be shocked. It turns out that story is meningitis. Oh, no, meningitis. There, there was an outbreak of meningitis uh, <laughs> with the Warriors last year, and they completely kept it bottled up. Unlike this year, they seemed tighter. But I love JaVale McGee's response to this. They asked him if he was afraid, and he said, no, I grew up in the hood. JaVale McGree, the former Warriors center, uh, now the Lakers to the athletic. Meningitis isn't something I'm afraid of. Uh, I, 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 I'm I, not afraid of meningitis either. I think that's amazing. I, I think meningitis is really easy to cure. Yeah. Or maybe I'm confused. I don't know. I but, don't know. I think meningitis is hard. But I think if, you know, you grow up in a favela, you're not afraid of AIDS. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why, like, poverty, people don't have AIDS and poverty stick in places. Like, Somalia, no AIDS. Because they, like— Africa, they no already AIDS. solve it. It's like you have so much AIDS that AIDS yeah, kill AIDS. They're not and afraid boom, of anything. Gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. you're right. I think you're right. That's exactly. the way science works. Yeah, I don't think no meningitis is not the one you get from a stripper, right? I or think ev- you can get everything from a stripper. You can get, okay, so <laughs> you can get cold Touché. from a stripper. You can get a cold of from course. a stripper. You can get a cold sore from a stripper. You can get everything. You know, they're just people. Like they, yeah. they have every kind of uh, sickness. Yeah. Like, I wish we had like a real Indian here who could tell you if meningitis was serious. And I believe it's a serious viral infection. I think unrelated it is. to mono. But the name, the name doesn't sound that scary. By the way. Like yeah. meningitis sounds like a, the family of like a uh, cold, <laughs> you know, like I've been having meningitis the whole yeah, week. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Or gingivitis. I feel meningitis. weird. So I think, I think it's, I think it's meningitis. Yeah. I, I, I feel the warriors, but I was out sick last week. Well, technically my back hurt last week. What happened? Uh, I just slept. I like, I'm getting like to an the old age person where I just like slept the wrong way. And my back was just fucked. Damn it. Like fucked up. Yeah. Mm. And um, I learned a lot about mattresses because of that. I learned it was uh, having this problem because of my mattress. Right? It's all it's all your mattress fault. It's all my mattress's fault. And did you know that you know back pains are the leading cause of loss of quality of life in the United States? Oh, that makes sense. And it is uh, it is uh, unfairly skewed towards uh, uh, those less fortunate because they're not able to afford to buy new mattresses. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's back, that's how much a mattress matters, man. I think, once again, we need socialism. You know? <laughs> You're always coming on this podcast with your goddamn <laughs> comedy ideas, man. Dude. I'm sick of it. It's not about you, – you, you just say it. it. Like, poor people can't afford a good mattress. But I'm capitalism just saying – is a poverty lifter. I, poverty lifter. That's, economic I've been hearing that excuse since day one. Has, has proven that. Listen to me, Milton Friedman. Like, th- this system <laughs> didn't work. Like, <laughs> Did you just call me Milton Friedman, <laughs> yeah, sir? I think, I think it's time to, like, you know, try something slightly different. I'm not saying – have to like go to Venezuela. I'm just saying, like, sweet, like a little bit, just yeah. a little, little touch I just think, of I just socialism. Think you need to just tweak stuff. Just a little touch of socialism. What would you touch first? Um, what if you touch? Mattresses. What? Yeah, probably I start with mattresses, and people would yeah. say like, "What?" <laughs> so you would. We have, have meningitis, and you start with the mattresses. You would have nationalized healthcare. I, I obviously like I that's so because now I'm getting sick. You know what I mean? I I think I I think first of all like. I think about I thought about this yesterday. Like yeah. every every older old people, everyone that is old should be rich. 
you should just give like a bunch of money to everyone that is old. Like if you survive to like 75, then you're like suddenly yeah. millionaire. So you can do whatever, just like travel to the world, be naked in your house every day, just do nothing and enjoy yeah. till you die. That's yeah. just an idea. Just, so you say give money to everybody that's old? Just give them like a lot of money. Like, we call that the suddenly. 2008 Washington Redskins. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Am I right, guys? Am I right? Am I right, guys? Am I right? And Josh, you did it again. I did it again, you dirty <laughs> son of a bitch. This is, this is mine? This is yours? These coffees are so confusing. Yeah. We just got coffees. They're all uh, inappropriately labeled. Uh not in a bad way. Oh, and there's a, cre- there's a credit there's card. There's a credit right card, there. which is good. Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm getting sick now, and I'm sneezing all over. You're Shan and Fabrizio. Uh, I think that's what it is. Yeah. You figured out the code. Fabrizio code. Who would have thought S stands for Sean and F stands for Fabrizio? <laughs> I mean, I didn't went to college, but, like, right? I can I can crack this down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, like, sneezing all over this mic. And I was like, this is so gross. And it got me thinking, the grossest thing in the world is a comics mic. I don't oh, think people get yeah. how disgusting they are. And they have a smell. Some mics have a different <sighs> smell than others. It's almost like a ham. No, and the worst thing is like it's when like you're talking, ham. especially when like they, they have like yeah. something like this. Sometimes they have like a sponge, like rarely, but like sometimes. Yeah. And you can touch it and you feel it's still wet. Oh, that's gross. And you're like, fuck. Oh, I'm, you're kissing, I'm kissing Joe Rogan. Microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kissing Joey Coco Diaz. You're kissing Coco Diaz. <laughs> Microphones have a humidity about them. Yeah. You yeah, know, especially sure. those wet ones. I hate those comics who like, uh, they put the microphone practically in their mouth. Like oh. they're fucking deep throating that shit. Why are you doing that, bro? Don't stop doing that. Why are you doing that? Just like respect. Tommy, why are you doing that, man? Tommy's here? Everyone's oh, no, calling you I... deep throat Tommy all around the scene. That's uh, from a different thing. Yeah, how are you doing, Tommy? How was your break last week? Did you miss me? Uh, I did. You know, my Wednesdays were lonely. Yeah, I was stuck here talking to myself about sports. <laughs> to me, <laughs> how many podcasts are made weekly here? There's much, more and more every week. How but much, who's the who's the leader varies. at the Laugh Factory Podcast Ratings Clubhouse? Uh, there is one person who is you know consistently Number topping one. out the leaderboard absolutely who's that champion guy? of the last 12 who, weeks who's that piece of shit human who being who is that piece of shit human it's me Sean Joshi Sean Joshi ladies Sean Joshi let's lift a coffee uh, thank uh, you uh, also the fanatics podcast we, yeah, look cast, at that Tommy cast, you're on that we asked uh, our buddy reverse cowboy to make us some twitter art last week and our buddy reverse cowboy made us some twitter art last week if I can who's find a, who's it. a guy? Yeah. Our buddy reverse cowboy. <laughs> Our buddy reverse cowboy. <laughs> okay. Uh, once again, who is the guy? <laughs> reverse cowboy. That doesn't respond to my question, I think. <laughs> reverse cowboy is our very loyal uh, listener. Uh, he he made for a Spider-Man Mellow. There you go. Oh, Spider-Man nice. Mellow. Oh, this is the guy who made the Reverse Cowboy. The first fanatic super fan. Yeah. Well, he um I think he started listening to me on Sam Tripoli's podcast which is a great podcast tinfoil mm. hat yes it's the only russian disinformation podcast i, I like <laughs> because i like sam but uh yeah it was a good break i got to see creed 2 which was very interesting i love i love creed like the first one i didn't watch the second one yet but yeah. like the first one is great dude i will see rocky movies until i am as old as rocky what happens rocky it just gets me rocky fucking pumped up baby yeah just, doesn't it get you fucking jacked the music is amazing. You gotta listen to the, like, the, wow. the face of the face of Sylvester Stallone. Is it's handmade. <laughs> it's made by God. 
You know? It's like clay modeled. You, you know? know, sometimes God just like made re- like fa- like faces by by yeah. you know like tons of faces. But yeah. then once in a while he stop and say like, give right. me this one. Like t- I'm yeah, gonna take yeah. a week with this. Right. So Tommy, I lost headphones. We lost headphones. You lost headphones. Oh, no. Fucking Tommy. The more shit changes. Is I love the Tommy more shit changes the same or he, stays the he same. He clearly have like another expertise and he's doing this by yeah, accident. I don't know. I think he's playing Sudoku or something. He's, I don't even think he's, he's fucking paying attention. He's clearly amazing in something else that we don't know, but he's not good at this. Can we get some real wires to this motherfucker? These are like some JaVale McGee, I ain't afraid of meningitis wires. Can we get some real motherfucking wires in this place, Tommy? I think there aren't even wires. Like I think like I, I don't even know what this setup is. Yeah, we can hear now. You're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So Rocky does have a very like Sylvester Stallone has that HGH face. You know when old yeah. guys start taking HGH and they just get like wider and it gets like bovine like knickers down in uh, Australia. It's like they're, they're like their features in their face start get bigger. Weirdly bigger, you know? thicker. I want to do that. Like man. the brows get thicker. I say can't why wait. I can't not? wait to start. Like, I'm gonna do so much HGH. I can't. I can't, st- I can't even start thinking about the day when I'm get old. I'm like fuck it. Like yeah. now I'm gonna just do everything. Yeah. Like, Give us some HGH music, dude. I'm gonna do so much HGH. Dude, Tommy's got that soundboard on lock, baby. He's a human machine. He works old school. He doesn't use a modern drive. He uses tapes on a wall of pre-recorded sounds, like it's the fucking seventies or something. You know, like DJs. Those guys are not working. Tommy. Tommy is fucking working, baby. Suitcases full of cassette tapes. Yeah, I love that about Tommy. It's the only thing I love about him. I am going to talk about Creed 2 for a little bit. And, like, I would say spoiler alert, but literally, if you've seen Rocky 1, 2, yeah. and 3, and 4, you've seen Creed. This movie's every movie of, of Sylvester Stallone, he even made the same movie. Like, <laughs> Rambo, exactly the same Rambo movie. Three. Well, no, it was awesome. Oh, we go again! Because he went away for a little bit. Yeah. Like, he went to straight to DVD. I remember when I was in no, Blockbuster, no, no. But he did and I saw and he did something Eye awful. of the Beholder, and I was like, oh, shit, Savolta's it straight to DVD territory. Oh, that's bad. And then he took the break, and then he was able, people were like, oh, shit. But you remember, like, we I, can make Rambo and Rocky. The again. worst, The worst Rocky movie is Rocky Balboa. The one he made like around 2012 yeah. or something. And this movie is this. It's like he's like old and like doing nothing. And then he like <laughs> see a kid playing like a video game for PlayStation 2. <laughs> and there's a character that is, is, he's, is himself in the in the game. So he, this kid is playing ro- uh, with Rocky and he won the game. And he's like, ah, I can go back. You know, <laughs> if it's in that video game, I'm still good. Maybe in real life. I'm still amazing. I am gonna take. It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest way to make a comeback. If you see yourself in a video game, it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm still in shape. If my video game version of myself can do that, it doesn't make any sense. Yo, I'm gonna take major umbrage with your statement. Rocky <laughs> Balboa is fucking fantastic, bro. I, I love Rocky Balboa. It's the last one with Pauly. Pauly oh, yeah. is so good in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And Rocky, I think the whole story is great. And plus, you know, it, it, I, I get the whole thing that it's weird that Rocky's like 60 and he's fighting, but it's an <laughs> exhibition match and it's boxing. Boxing does ridiculous shit like that all of the time. Plus, Rocky Balboa had not only my favorite Rocky speech, but the most, I think, inspirational speech in the history of fucking movies. I'm going to call you on this right now. Okay. Tommy, do you, as the producer, do you think we should play the most inspirational movie speech of all fucking time listener if you ever feel like giving <laughs> up listen if you're feeling down right now you're saying i can't do it 
I can't do this anymore. You feel like I'm stuck at a shitty job. I can't follow my dreams. My meningitis (laughs) is getting me down. Meningitis is eating myself alive. (laughs) This is going to change your life. Do it to him. Okay, I'm ready. Here's Rocky Balboa in the most inspirational speech of all motherfucking time. You know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. Oh, well, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself, and this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only gonna end up bad for you, and it's gonna end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. That's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm gonna be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? Do you? This is the most inspiring thing ever. <laughs> I stick to many You need all that. At this point, I'm sticking to many But you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, "This kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew." And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. <laughs> Tell me. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Tell me, come on. Come on. Tell me you're not jacked up. <laughs> wow. I am jacked the fuck oh up, baby. Okay, I will gonna... run through a fucking brick wall right the fuck. I will run through. Joe Rogan and Sylvester yeah. Stallone's yes. HGH forehead right America. the fuck down, bro. Damn it, man. You were right. I was Jesus. wrong. And it, Aren't I think you like fucking this, inspired, bro? Oh I, I'm sweating. I mean, he was insane. and uh, I, That's I, how winning is done. You know, like, I was like, thank God. It's not how much you can hit. It's how much you can yeah. get hit and keep moving forward. I think I'm so glad that my dad is such a loser oh, because I don't have the pressure. You know, like imagine. Yeah, who has a dad like that? Holy you know shit. I mean? Like every dad. You know what I mean? Like how can you be a little bitch when Rocky's your dad? Oh, I'll yeah, be like, like oh my it. God. Fuck. I got was such a bitch. Like typical millennial. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love every fucking Rocky movie and I was well. And Creed 2, I dug too. It was good. Like the fights are great with the music. I'm a sucker. If I got, I like, got, I got, I got royalty. That was like the whole movie. Oh, no? it's great. Yeah, yeah, that and just the Rocky Symphony score. Like you know what I mean. And I got, I got, I got. 
which introduces another Sean Sorry, Joshi. Sorry, Sorry, Kenny Lamar. Which understands. <laughs> <laughs> your great song. What was his name again? I got, I got, I got. Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as much as he can do without copyright. Yeah. I got, I got, I got. Okay, okay that's it. <laughs> then the uh, algorithm finds us. The algorithm finds us. get us to jail. Us. But this leads us to another Sean Joshi theory. Can I get the Sean Joshi theory music, Tommy? Here is the Sean Joshi <laughs> theory. You know wow. when you're watching a great 80s movie yes. and it's made temporal by the music that they use, yes. you're like, oh, listen to that shitty synth drums. Like, doosh, 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 dun, yeah. dun. you know, like, uh, I think you should not put, like, music current, of the period. Yeah. Current, you should use music that's timeless. Because so, you can use that Rocky shit from back then to Rocky shit now. I don't know if it's and Scarface. Symphony with the right thing. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. I, think it's, I don't know if it's Scarface or Carlita's way, but, like, there's, like, push it to the limit. <laughs> and it's so weird because... Scarface. Yeah, it's Definitely Scarface, Scarface. But they're like, oh, this movie... And then, like, it's like slowly, like, you want to, like, yeah. work out? Yeah. Yeah. Like, push it to the limit. <laughs> yeah, and now that move, that song would probably be, like, by Scarface or yeah. something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's Kendrick like, Lamar or something. <laughs> and then he's like... uh What's the name of it? Let's get physical. It's like so like you have a song like that in the Is middle that, of a. Go- yeah, exactly. Exactly. But if they would have had some like hardcore like violins going like crazy. Some yeah, yeah. shit. Hmm. I've been on that. But Creed 2, what I didn't like is none of the shit made sense. Okay. Okay. So like, for instance, Creed is now the heavyweight champion of the world. Of the world. This shows Ivan Drago's kid fighting in these like small Ukrainian gyms that are like half full. He knocks out two Ukrainian dudes and like the shittiest y- Eastern European YMCA you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they're like, oh, the fight has to happen. Drago, Creed, right? Yeah. And then Creed, who is the heavyweight champion of the world, Rocky's like, you can't fight him. You can't fight him, kid. I'm not saying you're going to lose. All of a sudden, Creed, no, but, uh, Creed is okay, the... But obviously, Rocky was traumatized. It, it, Creed, was not, it was not about like... But Creed, the heavyweight champion, is an underdog, even though this guy doesn't even have a belt and he's fighting in shitty Ukrainian gyms. Yeah, It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They're Ukrainian gyms, though. That's a whole nother league. Yeah, the Ukrainian gyms. Yeah. I feel like anything anything Ukrainian in an American movie is like, oh shit. No, people get scared. Like, people are like, oh. And then you go and it's just just sad. And that's the other thing. Drago had to go to Ukraine because he was ostracized (laughs) in the Soviet Union for losing Uh, to Rocky in Russia. I was going to say losing to Rocky in Russia for losing to Russia and rock or losing in Russia in Rocky four. Yeah. So they outcast him to Ukraine and he's like training with his son. He's like, Oh, they don't respect us anymore. Cause I lost. Right. I think it would like, be great if you, if you will be like, instead of fighting with like a uh, Van Drago's son, you yeah. be fighting with like Vladimir Putin. You know, like <laughs> fuck it. Like the president of Russia is like, fight, you know what? We'll fight I'm Creed. also going to fight with Creed. You <laughs> well, know? the way things are going, it probably will be, you know? But so uh, so you have Drago, right? Who's, who's ex, who's ex what is, what's the word I've been looking for? Excommunicated now in Ukraine. Uh, and he's like, I can't go back to Russia. Exiled? Like ex- exiled. And he, I can't go back to Russia. Yeah. They'll never accept me. Meanwhile, Russia takes every bullshit B and C and D list celebrity there has ever been. <laughs> like Steven Seagal is yeah. a fucking god yeah, 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 yeah. in Russia. Who's that one French guy? Gerard Depardieu. Also, ama- like, he's the, just like eating the, the best restaurants, having sex with like everyone. Yeah. 
yeah. God in Russia. Oh, he has he has Owen Wilson's original nose. Like it's somehow mutated. This is what happened. Like <laughs> Carnage and Venom, and like created Owen Wilson if, and Spawn from the nose. If your country first. doesn't have like a celebrity industry, yeah. do you like import in celebrities? Like mm. you know, like fuck it, I'm gonna buy five celebrities from America. And <laughs> you know? well, I feel like Putin gets off on it. He's like, oh look, I got Steven Seagal. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like Seagal's in my corner. And, no, no, he, he, he's <laughs> you think like he's getting one over on us. Yeah. Kids, like, look at we, what we have. Like, we have Steven Seagal, and he's like, who is that guy? Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one knows. Steven Seagal, his late movies are hilarious because he just moves his arms, and all the bad guys just run into his arms. It's like <laughs> the most amazing thing. Dude, but I was thinking about this. Why? Why? No, like, no one. I'm, I'm a genius, man. Yeah. Like, you're, if you have a precedent, you should make action movies with your precedent. Like, imagine if, like, there was, like, five action movies of Bill Clinton during the Clinton era. Dude, he almost was in James Bond. There was a couple of times in the Pierce Brosnan Bonds, oh, right when really? Bill Clinton was out of the presidency, that uh, they, even once I remember, they're like, oh, the deal's done. Clinton's going to be in, like, you know, whatever, the next bullshit Pierce any, Brosnan Which was. president, there was president in any movies? Well, bef- beside Ronald Reagan, I like yeah. Um, well, Trump is in Home Alone. Home Alone too. Trump is in Home Alone too. <laughs> yeah, Ronald Reagan. Um, I my favorite Ronald Reagan story is he was having sex with some uh, virgin starlet. Okay. Uh, when she was a virgin and he was a movie star, and he was like, he was like, "Yo, did you come yet?" And she was like, "I don't." Know. She was like, uh, "No." And then he goes. Yo, you better go to the hospital. Something's probably wrong with you. Really? <laughs> That's the most romantic thing I ever heard. That's so beautiful. Yeah. He's Which to me always such a gentleman. <laughs> an amazing response. He's, he was like, no, 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 let's keep having sex. No, yeah. no. He's Just like, go Yo. to the hospital right now. <laughs> you You're probably die. Go to the doctor You're right dead now. inside. If Something's you're not, wrong with you. I'm Tell so good at this bro. that if you're not having an orgasm, probably you're dead. Oh, my God. It kills me. Oh, you had sex with the Reagan. You didn't come something that's <laughs> clearly wrong, fucking wrong, wrong with, with you. Him. Like, with you. I'm perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. Meningitis. Yeah. I would have fixed that movie, though. You just make Drago. Like, you know how the belts aren't, like, there's, like, 17 belts. Yeah. It's like if the NFL was 17 different leagues. I would just, like, you know, Creed has some, but Drago has some, and everyone knows and Drago's going to kick his ass. But maybe, and this is my theory, and I said that before, but, like, maybe... Like Rocky was just traumatized. Like okay, okay, it doesn't make any sense. But like, if you were like already fight with that guy before, well, how was he traumatized? Though? I don't, I don't know. Get it. He, he's, he's scared. Like Seven hundred and fifty. He's an old man. Fighter he, in the world. He have a lot of ghosts in his mind. Right, like, I just can't be there to fight with you on this one. <laughs> you're 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 thinking like yourself, but you're not thinking the Rocky point of view. <laughs> if you're Rocky, you you have so many ghosts in your mind. You think like, okay, the USSR is coming back, and they're gonna like kill everyone. Yeah. You know, like. Well, Maybe. now, no. You know who supports Putin? Fucking Sylvester Stallone. Damn it. Mm. Why do the... Why? We lost all of them. But you know what I would tell Rock? I would say, it's not how much you can hit Rocky. It's how much you can get yeah. hit and keep moving forward. Wow. That's how winning is done. Beautiful. It Makes was sense. also interesting. My other thought from Creed 2 is the guy who had the third most dialogue in the movie was Max Kellerman, who's the commentator for ESPN and HBO. I actually... He took the Skip Bayless spot. I hate Skip, I hate Skip Bayless. But uh, I like Max Kellerman because he comes from boxing and he says stuff like this all the time. Tom Brady's just about done. It could- <laughs> <laughs> That's, the That's head- enough. That's, That's the all headline, I need, baby. <laughs> what the hell? That's all I need. That's all I need. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, so Kellerman was good in it. I'm just glad that I got to see like Creed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went to go see it with my girlfriend. She always wants to watch like serious movies. Like what kind of movie she movies. likes? She's like, oh, let's just go home and relax and watch like uh, you know, Hotel love. Rwanda or <laughs> fucking Schindler's List. Yeah, let me kick my feet oh, up and watch Schindler's that's List. It's not relaxing. That sounds like a lot of fun. No, mm. a lot of people die in that movie. I know. Yeah. She likes these very it's serious. It's not a romantic comedy. Huh? She likes these very serious type of she movies. Drama. She, she likes real drama. she likes historical dramas. I like historical dramas too, but once in a while I like yeah. to like just watch a dumb movie. Wait, and enjoy Rocky's it. not oh. a historical drama? <laughs> well, Rocky is a historical drama. Uh, I love dumb like fuck Schindler's List and Hotel Rwanda. Give me Rob Schneider is a stapler. I will be <laughs> did there. You, did you watch the All day. Adam Bo- Sandler Bohemian is a Rhapsody? I haven't yet. No. Okay. I was really turned off by how they de-included the AIDS portion no, of his it's life. There. Erasure is I not heard that way. too. It's not true. They talk about AIDS. Yeah. No, it, I, like a lot of people I'm told me that. I'm not scared of AIDS. I grew up in the no, hood. No, I, <laughs> but if watching the movie, you're not gonna get AIDS. First of all, that's not the way. That's, you get I'm AIDS. pretty sure that's how it works. That's why. <laughs> that's why Magic Johnson had to retire. No, no, Magic Johnson is fine. Like by the way, the, we, you know the first like uh, AIDS Mahatma Gandhi is this kid named Ryan White, and he was in Indiana. And I'm from Indiana, and I remember it. They wouldn't let him go to school because he had Damn AIDS. Damn it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, in the movie, so they, they they addressed the AIDS situation. It's yeah. not it's not out of the game. Because a lot of people have been saying, like, no, no, they now talk Did about they have a disclaimer, like, hey, guys, we're going to talk about AIDS now. And it's like, hey, guys, we're going to stop the movie for a second, and we're going to st- talk about AIDS. Yeah. And, uh, Hi, mo- I'm Jennifer Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jennifer Gardner. I know, I'm, I'm not in the MDV page AIDS. of this movie. What but the fuck? <laughs> I'm not in any other part of this movie. <laughs> but, well, big surprise. Uh, <laughs> the movie, they have, like, a big mis- Like, there's a big mistake that is, like, everything is yeah. so great. Yeah. Everything is going so well for everyone that it's, like, you don't care. But then I think that's the smart thing about the movie is like they put the the, the songs like the complete songs, uh, you know, yeah. like they just put play. Oh, they're, they're going for the Broadway musical. Exactly, make the Broadway musical. And that's the moment when people enjoy. Like it's the ending is fun, and you like go out like oh. Like you know what? More movies should be like that. Absolutely. You know the best part of a lot of movies is the first fifteen minutes before they start to get into the plot complications. Yes. Like what I loved about Pineapple Express. That whole movie felt like the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, never really like. Yeah. Get you to the and second that's, act. That's great. I thought that's great. I like that too, man. I love yeah. that movie. I'll be there for Creed, too. It just had some of the dumbest sports stuff I've seen since Draft Day. Draft Day, the movie with Kevin Costner, has the dumbest sports stuff. I'm not even gonna go through it. Wait, it's so dumb. But um, it's it's worth it because Costner has a. Uh, it's a it's a it's a killer Costner performance. I miss Costner. I and love he, that guy. And he says this line. Where where he's now? Like the last time I saw him, he was the dad of Superman. Yeah. And he's, then he's delivering lines like this. Come on, Tom, say it with me. You can't take any motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, we need audio. We need full I, audio. Beyond. You pancake. I love like he's whispering this <laughs> these things. He's like, yeah. Well, he's in his he's in his he's in his complete uh, dad phase of. His career. Yep. That's what they're doing now in all the superhero movies. They bring back like the past A-listers. I love that. Like Russell Crowe or Renee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they're like Renee dads. Russo, and now they're like they're the dads and like the moms and everything. Uh, the other day I saw the trailer of the uh, new Marvel movie. And, Captain Marvel. And I was like, I truly don't care anymore. 
Mm. You know, like I used to You're care. Saturated. Then I didn't care that much, and now I was like, I'm gonna watch this movie on a plane. I sat down with my brother and made him watch Infinity War, and he was like trying to ask me this and that, and he's like, "There's just too much. This is it's ridiculous. a lot of information." That he movie, says I have a Marvel problem. I love. Marvel I love movies. Infinity. I see no, by the way, I love these movies. I love comic books. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. But when I watched it, that, that trailer, I remember like how excited I was about any new trailer. Right. And now I was like. I, I remember that happened to me with Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. I was like, I, <laughs> I don't care. Imagine caring about Aquaman, though, at yeah. this point. Well, I I thought the Aquaman more. looks good. Looks good. Aquaman looks good. They're bro. really pushing it. Aquaman looks good. good. You can't drive Back through from that position, oh, whoa, Tommy. Whoa. Hey, Tommy, Back shut down, the fuck Tommy. up. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Tommy. <laughs> Have some respect for the Aquaman. He's in the ocean. He's a goddamn. Oh, he can talk to fish. He's fighting for you. <laughs> Oh, for like, you. Sean's a Marvel fan. This is a slam dunk. I'm a shit on Aquaman. Uh, I, mean, I just like good stuff. I just think they would. I wish they would let me make every one of those movies. I, I, I love them. I would do it NFL so franchises. good. And run NFL franchise. I would we, do it all so good. I mean, time. for sure, you and everyone in this room will make a better uh, Justice League movie. Oh, they fucked it up. That fucked it up. Like, how you fucked it up? That, that like well you know what they did just wrong. gold is you know like it's a wrong. gem you know what they did wrong let me tell you what they did Sucks wrong Snyder. Okay. okay marvel <laughs> was uh beautiful in how they set up because they started with iron man yeah, yeah like oh shit this worked and then they introduced all those other guys and then you see them and together. those were considered b-level characters at the time yeah and when you saw them together it was like holy what shit the hell wow damn it so i so, want to be a kid again <laughs> oh i'm a child yeah exactly <laughs> what happened with my body what happened with my voice yeah. <laughs> i have to pay student loans yeah <laughs> right. So DC saw all of that <laughs> immediate success, and they're mm. like, "Let's just have that right away." Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't take their time. Like they should have led with Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They should have led with. I think w- you're right. And Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, which, and then have Flash. Mm. You know what I mean? And then do Justice League. Yeah, yeah. You don't do it like you did it's now. Kind of insane that you. It's a mess. They have like Justice League. Like it's the easiest. I mean, make that movie cool is so fucking yeah. easy. Like, you have the coolest characters in the world. Yeah. They're just there for you. You have the best toys, and you still play like shit. You know, right. that's so dumb. And you give, here's how you do make it. Me angry. If you run a studio and you want to know, come hire me, because here's how you do it. <laughs> and you have a franchise, you're not trying to fuck it up. 1 800 Shanjoshi. You have to have the, the overall arcing story at the hierarchy. Yeah. At the production level. You have to have that. And then you hire your auteurs. To mold specifically Marvel within that framework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? DC fucked up because they hired the wrong auteur. Zack Snyder is not a guy yeah. in that whole thing, too. Star Wars fucked up. And yes, the Star Wars franchise is now maybe irrevocably fucked up. Mm. It's fucked no, up because they had no yeah. overarching framework. And they just handed Ryan Johnson yeah. of Looper fame, The Last Jedi, they handed him the New Testament and said, here, change what Jesus can do. You know what yeah, I mean? Jesus. Yeah. Like, kill Jesus before... Well, they do kill Jesus in the New... <laughs> so maybe uh, not, they, but they way, kill like, Jesus. Kill, you don't kill him in the first act, <laughs> in the second act, you know? Yeah, I think you're right. Right? I think I think you should you should do this. But you think you're saturated on Marvel. But Infinity War A little War bit. Was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was like, I don't care. And I, I'm going to care about the Infinity War part Infinity War two. was great. I'm going to care about that. Infinity War was great. But at, right now, do you know, you know, guys, I don't care about Captain Marvel. I feel <laughs> bad about it sometimes. Misogynist. I, th- I feel like I'm a misogynist pig, probably. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, 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 it's your fault, Marvel. I will be you there. You put her at the end. To see Carol, she should, like, Carol she should be like way before like but, the Ant-Man. 
You know what? We're, we're <laughs> should be way before the Ant-Man. You know, well, it doesn't make sense because she's supposed to be the most powerful out of all of them. Ant-Man why got did, a sequel before why we even they know about just, her. They called just... her back when New York was being Al Qaeda'd by space creatures. Right? What space was she doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay, I don't know. She was getting promoted Wait, to is, captain. I this guess. is going to be what exactly happened to comic books in the seventies and eighties. It's going to yeah. happen to comic book movies. You now we're getting the characters that no one even like knows about and shit. And it's just uh, people are going to get you know. Like yeah. Westerns went through their period. Of it's yeah. In the well, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. I know. I know. Amen, this is brother. not good. Uh, breaking news, but we're all gonna die. We're all gonna so, die. Fuck it. Every day. Every day, someone is dying. Yeah, you know? it's like do something with your life. <laughs> How many people are ha- die like in the last in this podcast? So like, many fucking during people. we're doing this. Not podcast. enough, if you ask me. I think about death <laughs> a lot. Tommy, you're a psychopath. I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this about you. But you, you're huh? a psycho. What were we talking about? Never trust, <laughs> never trust a white guy in a fleece. You know what I mean? <laughs> they commit genocide with a cup of coffee in their hand before you know yes. three p.m. Cheerio. On, a <laughs> uh, on that note, let us get to the sports news, Tommy. Yeah, we Let's missed last week. I'm sorry, fanatics. Every Wednesday, we love you. Let's go to the sports news. Bum 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 bum. Tommy, killing the soundboard. Welcome back to sports news with fanatics. <laughs> Wouldn't it be sports news on Fanatics with Tommy? <laughs> yeah. What is it sports news with? It's already Fanatics. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Welcome. Yeah. I don't, I'm not from here. Welcome yeah. back. Hey, Fanatic. Tommy. <laughs> Welcome back to Fanatics News with Tommy Wakefield. There you go. Tommy Wakefield. <laughs> Wilder and Fury put on a classic heavyweight championship fight Saturday night at the Staples Center in Los Angeles in a much-anticipated showdown that more than lived up to the hype. It was a fight of the year candidate in which Weiler scored two knockdowns, one in the ninth round and then a thunderous one in the twelfth round that Fury shockingly survived. In the end, one jo- in the end, one judge scored the fight 115-111 for Wilder. One judge had it 114-112 for Fury, and one had it 113-113 as Wilder retained his belt for the eighth time, and Fury retained the lineal championship in his first defense. Wilder said he wants a rematch. I say good. You know, like my two immediate things about that fight. My first thing was, um, yeah, it's going to be a great rematch uh, because they like to fight and they're not great fighters, if that makes sense. But that's why it's going to be a good fight. Is there a passion? Yeah, well, the heavyweight division is so devoid of talent. <laughs> like, there's no talent. All all the talent on this side of the pond is in basketball and football and everything else except, you know, for boxing. So there's no talent. So that's why you were kind of saying the Rocky Balboa thing is implausible. It's not completely implausible, and there's some precedent for it. Like, George Foreman came back, uh, you know, his last fight, or he came back, uh, in 1990, and at 45, won the heavyweight belt. How old he was? He was 45. He was 45? And he knocked not out that old. Michael Moore, you know, who is a prime heavyweight champion. And this was when heavyweights were still kind of had some talent depth there. Yeah. But it was starting to wane, you know. And that kind of shows you the talent pool difference between the late 70s and 60s when the top athletes in the country, like Muhammad Ali, uh <clears throat> You know, we're, we're going into boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sugar Ray Robinson, we're going into boxing as opposed to now you don't but have But now those it. guys go to basketball probably. They go to everything else. That was my number one thought was mm. it'll be a good fight even though they're not great fighters. The only heavyweight now 
that really holds on a level of past uh, fighters is Anthony Joshua, the he's British a, champion. Okay. Which is great. Well, he's British. Which like, is He's British. Yeah, which is great why they did this fight first. So they're not maxing out Joshua. Joshua can chill, and then he can fight the winner after you know a couple of these or whatever. But and that'll you, be great. In boxing, it's more interesting what's going on in Mexico probably, like – you know, outside the U.S., there's more passion for this sport. Well, yeah, it's 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 waning as a major sport here. Uh, a lot of the Latino cultures keep it going, but also just where the interest in the fights are. Like like I say, there's no more talent yeah. in heavyweight. All the talent is in middleweight and, and lower weights. And there's some fantastic boxers out there even now. But like ten years ago, oh my god, like. Uh, Eric Morales, Marco Antonio Barrera. I mean, those guys. You wa you sit down and you watch those fights. It's like s a brutal poetry. What's the it's name of ridiculous. These? So now the heavyweights don't really have guys like that. But both of these guys are skilled enough. You know what I mean? To have a good like, fight. Wilder has all of the talent in the world. He just hasn't been boxing long enough. Oh, okay. He, he, and, and Fury is like that he's good. He's a good boxer. You know, but he's good at boxing the same way that, like, 45-year-old guys good at basketball in the gym. He's got, like, <laughs> you know, those old men yeah, savvy yeah. and shit like that. They love it. You it's know a, what I mean? They love it more than, like, they're good at it. Yeah, but because they love it, they're, they're good, good at it. Yeah, and yeah. they figured out all, like, the old men in the gym. Like, I will. you'll see some John Stockton, Bob Cousy motherfuckers mm. playing pickup in Indiana. I love the like, idea. It's like, ridiculous. Uh, my, my girlfriend just go to these uh, marathons and like she do like Iron Man and all that thing. Yeah. And if you see like the people running there or like doing all these things, they're old. Then like the like everyone that is like good at this, they're fucking old. <laughs> so the minutes there's some point in your life, you're like, I want to survive. And you start like doing all this workout and then suddenly you're doing something amazing and you're like yeah. swimming through an ocean and you're like, damn it, I'm good. I'm alive. And then yeah. you die because you, know, <laughs> everybody you can't dies. stop that. But still, like there's a period in your life yeah. like you're like, damn it, I'm surviving. I'm better than ever. This is my better shape. And then, you know, like. And then you're just fucked. Yeah. Mm. But and then you're just fucked. I think we're talking about the same phenomena. Yes. Yes. We're talking about death. And my second, <laughs> my second thought was on that mode as I attempt an awkward segue. Um, in that, in that, you know, a good boxing match will always be more entertaining than a good UFC match. And I think the best boxing match mm. will always be better than the best UFC match. Don't at me. I know that's very unpopular, and everybody loves the UFC. But I hate boxing the UFC. is actually a sport, and there's a rhythm to it over twelve rounds. That's Absolutely. so exciting, and the ground stuff is it's so a beauty boring. In it is a beauty in it, and it's, yes. it's good that you can kick. And it's a sport. It's a sport. The it's, other thing is that is an, is a bestiality that I I think is disgusting. Not everything has to be so primal. I don't care about like, like yeah. those. I I mean the the magical thing about it is like the tension, not like the you know. Like, yes. They're not they're not getting the thing. Yes. The thing is about violence. It's not about violence. About the the movement yes the, the, the dance exactly you know? <laughs> fucking ignorant piece of shit like i hate <laughs> ufc i think it's for monkeys i think if you like ufc you're a monkey you know like that's yeah. that's the kind of sport like monkey like a monkey really can enjoy yes you know? I agree. if you put a monkey to watch that he'll be like yes. you're right you're right damn I, it i actually agree there's not <laughs> There's like, there's, I get the and you know what? At me. At me. Adam, at Fabrizio. <laughs> you can have all these jacked HGH alone headed motherfuckers running you down on the street and shit. But it's like, <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. Yeah, I okay, think I'm you said, I think you said it. 
I think you said everything. You said yeah. you said it right there. And it's like you know when you bring that up with UFC people, it's like oh, boxing's for pussies, bro. Like you know a UFC guy could beat I like the pussy. fuck. Could be. <laughs> that's true. I like pussy. Yeah. I prefer pussy. He's like could beat the fuck <laughs> out of a boxer. It's like that's not what it's about. Like the the whole goal doesn't have to be like oh when you can sodomize forcibly sodomize your opponent Why? without them being able to resist. Yeah, I, you know I, what I mean. By the way, if it's the thing is like you're more <laughs> macho, I think there's more, way more like uh, uh, testosterone on like the being smart enough to like win over someone with, yeah. with, with, when you don't have like every single tool right. to defend you know like there's something more masculine exactly. to me f- from there to like just being like beating at the other like I think that's not Ma- Muhammad Ali retired George Foreman for that period because he was smarter than him Muhammad Ali had no business winning that fight. You want to talk about greatest upsets? Now we know how great Muhammad Ali is. Da da da. We don't think of that as an upset. That's not only an upset. It is the greatest upset in the history of sports. Yeah. Like George Foreman was a murderer. He was a more. He was like Drago after two Ukrainian fights. Like he was literally <laughs> a murderer. And and then he knocked down uh, Joe uh, uh, fucking uh, Rogan. Rogan nine times in that fight. <laughs> yeah. You remember when Joe Rogan was like a boxer for many years? In the like, 70s. No. Yeah, in the 70s. He's been around for a while. Yeah, People don't know these stories about Joe he's, Rogan. He's been around since he had hair. You know what I mean? News radio. But it was a great fight. It was very entertaining. I mean, Fury probably should have won maybe on points. But if you get knocked out like that twice, I mean, it's fine. I think that everyone's cool with the rematch. Shout out to Fury for the Undertaker, yeah. like Rise from the Dead. That was amazing. Um, And I don't know. You know, they also asked, uh, they interviewed Deontay Wilder after um, the fight. They asked him, uh, do you think Tom Cruise is handsome? To this day. (laughs) To this day. To this day. To this. Yes. Very passionate about (laughs) Tom Cruise. And I love like he's the last one. To this. (laughs) Uh, I think I I think that Tom Cruise is one of the most beautiful person in the history of humankind. Save your Tom Cruise thoughts. We're gonna get there. You know that his teeth are weirdly slanted though. What? We're gonna get. Let's not get to Tom Cruise. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. You bring it. Okay. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. But yeah, so before we move on from that, just <laughs> I think it's so dumb. Me it, like, and Tommy, we just want to talk about Tom Cruise. We, okay, like okay, let's go. Let's, let's get to the Tom Cruise story. Let no, whatever. Like, it's your show. <laughs> Is it my show, Tommy? <laughs> Ever since Tommy's been sitting in here, he's just been taking over. No, I'm no, really no. dominating the mic in here. No, sure. we will talk about Tom Cruise. I just wanted to say real quick, if that's okay with you guys, um, <laughs> okay. that, you know, if you're going to get brain dead, why play football instead of box? Boxers mm. make way more fucking money. Like Ron Artest or Ray Lewis would have been heavyweight champion of the world. All right. Like, you know who makes the most uh, in football? It's that Aaron Rodgers contract, which I think over four or five Years is forty million or eighty million guaranteed. Canelo Alvarez, who's oh, Canelo. not even That's the best boxer in the world, just signed a three hundred sixty-five million dollar contract. Mm. If I'm young and I got skills, I'm boxing because boxers, unlike UFC people or NFL players, control their money and fate. And okay. Also, boxers are classy. Yes, it's very classy, classy to be a boxer. It is. Do you have any questions for Deontay Wilder? Uh, well. I- to this day, to this day, he answered me before I did, make him yes. the question. That, that's why I love him because my, he, my can, history is he success- can read my mind. Exactly. 
Uh, my history of successfully queuing up stuff in the show runs to this day. Um, <laughs> let's move to our next story. Tommy. This one's from the New York Post. Okay. Nimesh Patel gets kicked out of a comedy show. A former Saturday Night Live writer was yanked off stage in the middle of a performance at Columbia University for telling jokes about race and sexual orientation that made students uncomfortable, according to a new report. Hmm. Indian-American comedian Nimesh Patel was performing stand-up at an event organized by the Columbia Asian-American Alliance on Friday (laughs) when he told a gag about a gay black man in his neighborhood. The Columbia Spectator reports. This is sports? What, what kind of sports is this? We discuss Comedy everything. sports. Oh, I like comedy sports. It's comedy sports. I know a lot, a lot about that. Yeah, it's so ridiculous, man. <laughs> I think this, uh, it's happening a lot these days. You I'm, can't even go do stuff on... I don't know if we're on the same page with this, Sean. Okay, where are you on this? Uh, I get the feeling if you go to like the Colombian-Armenian, uh, you know, like... A transgender <laughs> reunion. Do you think you're not doing this kind of dumb jokes? You're doing it in a bar at three a.m. in the morning yeah. because mm. you know you you read the audience. You're not. It, this is your job. It's not like you just can't show oh, up and do whatever. And and I feel sometimes comics lately mean yeah. like being lazy and they like t- saying like oh it's the audience they don't get me and it's like no 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 it's not about the audience getting you. Is you also trying to like get them, you know? Yeah. Especially if the sign at the door say like this is a college with like these rules, you're not being so dumb to like do something that they're not gonna like. Well, like fuck that because also like, how do you know what they're going to like or find offensive? I think in this case it's very so, clear. So I, I'm not saying like maybe sometimes yes. Yeah, oh, because you're saying he joked about. Uh, Black people or gay people or whatever. What, what was it? He did like you? a mix, like a mega mix a of gay all that. black man in his neighborhood. Yeah, but we don't. Well, we don't know, know the joke. We don't, we don't know, know the. We joke. don't know the joke. That's he could have just true. been like my neighbor Tony Hunt. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and we don't know the like, joke. Oh, how dare you do mimicry of? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, it can go both ways. Like we don't know the joke. The joke could be like that, and you're right, and could be like really awful, and I'm right. You know. So well, there's like a loss of subtlety and humor. Like you know, Stephen. I know Stephen Colbert. Uh, and by the way, they didn't just they while he was on stage, um, they got up on stage. Members of the alliance stopped the show, Jesus. took the mic and ripped it to the comic for joking about race and sexual orientation. Damn it. That was he tried to defend his stop. material, saying he was discussing ideas from the real world. But his microphone was cut. We acknowledge that discomfort and safety can coexist. However, the discomfort I'm not supporting. I'm not supporting productive in this Sorry. space. Yeah. I, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but, like, my thoughts about it is, like, also, like, we can relay on this idea of, like, oh, no one is – we can't say anything now. You know, I think sometimes, like, comedians get lazy because of that. Right. I'm not saying it's this case because now I hear the whole thing. I think they have, like, the wrong reaction to it. Right. Because what you do is you just, like, if you don't like something – and this is my, my thoughts about something, <laughs> about everything – just stop watching it. So if you don't like something, just left the building and you're saying – that this is not good because you're left. Right, but you're saying. But that, you're not like take the mic and cut the. Yeah, and he's like, shut saying, the fuck. You're no? saying that as the reference of who you are, Fabrizio Capano. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not saying that as a neutral audience just doing a show somewhere. Like I get if you go someplace and they're like, "Yo, you can't work blue. This is like a clean show or whatever." Yeah, I wonder but, what they told him before he performed. Cause yeah, was- and I get like going to a place may be different, but. It's also this is the mentality that kind of tones everything else. 
You know what I'm saying? So that also seeps into the clubs when you're here and somebody's yes. like, Daniel Tosh is on stage. And then somebody's like, oh my God, he said a rape joke and then goes home and blogs about it and it's like the biggest thing in the world. I'm, I'm with you with all of that. Like, 100%. That is I think in the comedy club, it's a safe space. You go to the comedy club. Yeah. Right. This is why I'm like, when you when someone get inside a comedy club and get like, you try to change the rules, you're dumb. Like yeah. you're dumb. You're, 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 cho you choose to get in that place. So it's different when, like, I don't know, but college can't invite they, you. They also invited him. They've seen his material. You can say that, but also, like, it's like it's an invitation to a place where you you don't maybe you don't know the rules. You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. I'm not saying like I don't know the whole situation, but sometimes I feel, and I read the, about this a lot, like yeah. comedians are like using this idea that everyone is so. Um, what's the name of this? Like so uh, PC? PC that you can't say anything, but at the same time, you're you you're a comic, so you part of your job is trying to understand where you are and play the game in a subtle way. I think once again, it's like boxing. Yeah. You know, like now, well, like they're punching back, so you play with the words in a way like they. I mean, I I've I've done it like a couple of times, like. I commit mistakes too, and sometimes I say jokes that I like. Ah, oh, that was not the way to like word it. But sometimes you find the right word, and it makes sense for everyone. I know it's tough because it used to be like okay, it's like you have to come from here to here. There used to be a couple of things in the middle, and now like there's too many things in the middle, so it's really hard to like get to the. I don't know if I'm explaining what I'm trying to say, but <laughs> it's 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 hard. Like the rules are more rules now. No, yeah, I, yeah no, I get what you're saying, and and I wish. It allowed for nuance and subtlety, but I don't think that's the case. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. But then what happens when what you're saying also isn't good enough? So, for instance, I bring up Stephen Colbert incident I tried to bring up earlier, right? In that instance, he was talking about there's a team, football team here named the Washington Redskins, right? Yeah, I know. I so know he's this. saying yeah. that's so ridiculous. That's not offensive at all. Said the Asian equality for Ching Chong Ching Chong Center. You know what I mean? And then, then they put this tweet without that, the context on the internet. But like, that's the dumbest thing because it's like she's said, a character. She said she says she was said, a character. It was not in the said, in the Colbert said, show she now. Said, it's I don't in the old care. Show. She says I don't care the setup he's trying to make. We're not the butt of your jokes. Yeah, but why, why are we paying attention? And it's to like everyone? no, those, you're not the butt of the joke. Yeah, if but you this listen is, to the joke. yeah. But also this, there was. I mean, once again, I just think I just think you know there's he was in these people get to a TV show where the rules are set. It's a TV show of a character of a conservative yeah. guy that is like smart and dumb at the same time. You watch the show and you get it. Like this is a problem with people. Like they've yeah. taken out the context of things, and this is working for both sides. If you take the context of some stuff, it's like you don't go to like the college, whatever, 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 and do jokes about. You know, I I don't know the joke. Once again, when taking, I mean, I'm creating a new example. I'm not taking the one of the news we already talked about, but like. I, I, you also don't, you as a comic, you have to like understand where you're going, you know? It's, it's not like, in the, once in the comedy club is perfect because this is okay, our so, environment. So, so Lenny Bruce going on the Ed Sullivan show and then he does a ribald yeah, set. But he, he, once again, he's in the right context. He's doing, he's doing TV no, no, in a no, place where so, he can, you know, so like, you know what I mean? Lenny Bruce. I know, broke I know. Absolutely. But so he, he goes and says, F this, F that. Everyone's like, Oh, oh my God, Lenny Bruce! What I'm but saying is, not is the same. it is the exact same. I don't think the. I think it's the exact mm, same. I'm it's, not sure. It's horseshoe theory. 
and you know horseshoe theories. No, no, the I know, I know. No, I'm, 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 I'm hundred percent with you. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying that like PC, like super PC people yeah. is so boring as exactly as super fascist, conservative people. I think they're offended by the very same things of Christian evangelicals that I, they so-called despise. I think you're they right. They have the exact same morality I from think a different you, I think you're right, tint. but I think sometimes I've seen some comedians using this to get lazy. You yeah. know? Using like the, oh, you can't say anything now, so I'm going to say something or like no, having sex with a homeless that oh, is black. And that is, and it's like, dude, I think, I think I've seen on the sure. same you side, know? though, comedians and I don't like that getting too. mad I don't like at that other too. comics to get likes but when the, they're not really mad. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's, but that's always happened. Yeah. Like comedians who are in in the past, it'd be like them just trying to be too raunchy or use say fuck a lot. I don't like that too. It's it's you know? like I don't think that's of course. I, I, that's I don't think that's, I don't think that's specific to what we're talking about here. I watched some of this comics material, and it to me seemed fine. And he was trying to do that subtlety stuff. So for instance, he was making a joke about how it would be funny uh, or how um, something about asking. Uh, his Muslim Uber driver, how the, okay, here's what it was. The Uber driver who was Muslim took a side when him and his girlfriend were fighting. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and they took his side. And then he was like, and then he goes, why? And then the cab driver, something like, oh, because I don't believe in women's rights. And he goes, and he goes, I'm not saying that was good, but I'm saying if you're fighting with your girlfriend, it's good to find the one Muslim who doesn't believe in women's rights. Like super careful. Great. Yeah. Funny. Every, every yeah. comic recognizes why he used certain yeah, yeah, words yeah. there because Absolutely. he's exactly trying to uh, Achieve, walk like, the yeah. line what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I think that watching his material, it wasn't an issue like what you're talking okay, about. Okay, uh, let's let's circle back. I think. Yeah. The example of this situation is maybe not the best for the thing I'm what I was trying to say. Right. Uh, and because once again we don't have enough information because Tommy didn't bring us Tommy enough information. Didn't bring us I think enough fucking Tommy was not. We can all agree this is my things, fault. I think he's not a good journalist because he's not a Tommy. he's not a journalist. So, cheers, well, Tommy, cheers. I'll cheers yeah. to that. But, but also, somebody, somebody <laughs> told me yeah, it's go good as a comic to remember that is sometimes. You can't use the context to like play lazy, you know, like to play. You have yeah, to be en like enough to like walk the line in a subtle, smart way. Johnny Cash walked the it's line, and he had a great career. And he got he's still no, he's dead. Yeah, but he um, died just everybody, like everybody, everybody died. Everybody else we, died. We if there's one thing to take away dies. from today's podcast, you will be dead. Yeah, one day. Whatever. So yeah. say whatever you want. But don't be lazy. Right. But, but you're going to this die. guy, somebody told me that this Nimish Patel guy looks like me with hair. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I was like, I wish it was me. I, I could uh, I could use the notoriety. I'll take it. I think hey, Colombian Asian American Alliance, suck on my brown uncircumcised curry flavored dick. What? I'm being an offensive. <laughs> I'm being racist against Indians. I've been called racist twice in my life, both really? by white women after a show. I think you are wow. racist. I am such a racist. Yeah. There's something to be said for going to a college and getting kicked out on purpose just to boost your brand. <laughs> I'm sure you got a hell of a lot of. Yeah. But I went to an audition today, and it okay. was like all Indians. It's such a weird feeling. I hate like you walk in, it's like all your I don't ethnic, like. I don't like it's auditions. Like fucking terrible, dude. You know what is weird? When like they take like they's like okay, we need Indians, but of any yeah. age. So you're there with like a, I know there's like a, a 50, 40. It's like what it's the like, fuck? How <laughs> you know like we're not in the same? It's like a, mm. yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. What's the next story? All right, moving on to some basketball news here. 
In a Bleacher Report piece trying to understand if and why fellow stars are shying away from playing alongside LeBron James, Durant offered enlightening answers not only about James but perhaps his own priorities. Quote, So much hype comes from being around LeBron from other people, Durant told the website. He has so many fanboys in the media, even the beat writers just fawn over him. I'm like, we're playing basketball here. And it's not even about basketball at certain points. So I get why anyone wouldn't want to be in that environment because it's toxic. Yeah, uh, this just goes to a theme that I've spoken on repeatedly here. What are three things you should have taken from this year's podcast? Number one. Patrick Mahomes. I told you in the preseason, the guy's got the best fucking arm I've ever seen. Okay, and now he's gonna break the record. Number two, Mike Budenholzer would transform the Milwaukee Bucks. They're like number one, number two in the East, playing beautiful basketball. Number three, nobody NBA wants to play with LeBron James. Nobody wants to play with him. They don't <laughs> want to deal with this shit. There's too much drama. It's like LC and fucking Lauren. Again, bringing up the hills. Uh, <laughs> it's that over there all the fucking time. Nobody wants to play with the dude. He's just, yeah, we get, we'll talk about it more next week. Aaron Weaver's going to come in. We're going to catch up on some basketball. But, yeah, let's talk about the Dwight Howard story. You have a Dwight Howard story. Let's move to Dwight Howard. Because this is one of those stories that doesn't get talked about by the mainstream media. Uh, I hate the mainstream media. You know what I mean? From Out Magazine, over the weekend, NBA player Dwight Howard was accused of harassment on Twitter by an alleged ex, Mason Alihe, who outed the Washington Wizards Center in the process, a media scandal that unsurprisingly encouraged an outpouring of transphobia on social media. Elihe's thread included receipts of the pair's communication and relationship, as well as claims that Howard has not only had sexual relationships with men, but with trans women as well. In the thread, Elihe accused Howard's team of threatening him after he refused to accept hush money and said that he's contacted the police. Howard has yet to respond to the claims, but he's about the only person with a Twitter account who hasn't. There's an amazing thing that happens on Twitter when a story is unfolding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it's and it we come from to, to waves. It's like waves like of waves. response. And it's like the more unbelievable the story, the kind of like more Twitter, Twitter for, ba- for better or worse, Twitter becomes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this was one of those stories that I was in Thanksgiving – just not able to leave my parents shitter. Just like, <laughs> is this real life? Damn it. You know what I mean? And it's like, by the way, I can't go to the restroom without my phone anymore. It's no. like one of those Pavlov's dogs things <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to the bathroom without your phone is the worst thing ever. All it is is just you and your fucking thoughts. thoughts. I don't want to be alone with do my phone. Do you be in the situation of like you sit down and you're like, damn it, I didn't bring my phone and you put your pants back <laughs> to go get the phone. Go to get your phone <laughs> and come back. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what this a lot of this technology stuff does. It keeps you from being alone with yourself because being alone with yourself is terrifying. You know why? You think about because things like that. Because you come that. to the realization that you're probably going to die <laughs> We're one probably day. all going to die. The last, time I went to, the last time I went to the restroom without my phone, I ended up in grad school. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I'm in there. So you I'm were in your phone reading. watching this tweet storm happening. Yeah, and it's like some of it is like – it's like very interesting how the culture has shifted. So if Twitter would have existed in eighth grade, it all would have been like Eminem butt jokes. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because Dwight Howard was also out and is still out with like a glute injury. You know what I mean? Yeah. So half of Twitter was like very sophomoric, like, you know, doing like that. But a majority, I think, was more like 
like what's what's so problem? Or, yeah, exactly. Problem? Like why, why is where are you angry? Why Who is cares? this even a big deal or whatever? And it was just like such a change in the way the culture has moved. But you know what? Like on once again with the same thing connecting stories like the PC culture. In this case I think it's like something good happened with like I think I prefer people say like, "What's the problem with him having sex with a trans- what the fuck?" Yeah. Instead of being like judging, you know, like, yeah. "Oh, you're having sex with trans- what, you're having sex with a man." You know, fuck that. I prefer to 100 times more people say like, "Who cares?" Yeah, you know, because I, I think the main issue there is like the judgment of like people having sex with whatever they want. You know, like people are just judging, judging. Oh, you have sex with a woman or a man or whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I love. I like that. I like this new. I like Twitter. <laughs> Twitter, Jack. If you're listening to me, Twitter, I support Jack. you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on the whole subverting democracy thing, and maybe you'll have a couple <laughs> more points in my corner. But uh, yeah, it was just interesting because there was a lot of support for Dwight Howard. Like people were super rushing to be like, "Oh, what's the big deal? Dwight Howard is this," and then they completely glossing over the fact like he's threatening to beat the fuck out of this person and yeah. like choke them and shit. So I don't know. But also there's another side where anything like this is just entertaining. Yeah. Like take the whole politics out of it. Like how is this next paragraph not entertaining? In the process of messily outing Howard, Elijah also posted the photo of a transgender prostitute that Howard apparently also had an understanding with. He went on to clarify that the woman he believed to be a prostitute actually hosted transgender sex parties that Howard is rumored to have attended. Why Elijah felt the need to out this woman as a sex worker and share a photo on social media is unclear. His thread would have been just as inflammatory without publicly disclosing her personal information. Elijah also criticized Howard's team, allegedly calling him a F word in a wig when the pl- basketball player is a 6'11 bottom. I, like, I would have totally like, you know, there are people who would be tops like Michael Jordan is a top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a couple dudes have slipped in there in MJ's time. He's a top, and he dominated like a top. But no doubt in my mind, two guys, Kwame Brown and Dwight Howard are bottoms. I have no doubt in my mind. I think and this is is not – I mean, it's related, but I don't know if this is the case. But, like, I think there's some point in your life, especially if you, like – I don't know, like a guy who has so much sex. Like this guy is for sure like they yeah. since they're in school, they mean have like tons and tons of sex because they're athletes. So like they're good looking and like right. they have and then they get you like a professional sports, so they have a lot of sex. And then it's like this you is get so to the boring. End of the I need like, to I need to experience yes. what is on the other side. Yes, yeah. it's why rich people always end up so fucked up because they never have normative yeah. boundaries. So it's like you know what? Let's go for the next level. Yeah, and I applaud that. I I, I, I support that. There you go. You go into the next level. I love you, bro. There you go. Yeah. Um. I think that's like the N word now, right? The F word in the wig. I wish I, it is? I wish Indians had an I word. I wish there was a word no, I could say. I, I think Latinas. I need, want a word. I think Latinas can white need people desperately start, one. Can white <laughs> all all the all the white people Indian slanders are terrible. They're not even like good. Like oh, curry yeah. red. They then uh, the they're one, delicious. Uh, the one I used to get is from Johnny Quest. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What was that one? Rahish? Habib, no. Habib, 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 some dumb name, something like that. Haji, Haji, Haji. Haji. I remember I was at I went to Indiana University. We were at a party at a football player's house. Big offensive lineman there. We're playing beer pong. And like, he goes, uh, he goes, hey, what's up, Haji? You want to team with me next? And I'm like, 
little, <laughs> like a frail little Hindu. Yeah, please don't kill no, me. No, and I was like, I was, no, I, I stood up for myself. Oh, really? Are you kidding me? No, dude, I stood up for myself. I was I'm like, not. listen here, uh, that's not, I don't appreciate that very much, mister. <laughs> that's not the right thing to say, and I don't like it. I don't he, like it, like, Johnny Quest. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me, and he blinked. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, bro. So you want to play some beer? <laughs> <laughs> but then, it, like, you didn't have any, like, the Apu thing? Like, no one told you, like, oh, uh, hey, Apu. Uh, Apu. No. Where's Apu? The, the one Apu? that really pissed me off, someone in college yelled Harold and Kumar at me once. Oh. That really pissed me off. I don't know why. And, they, like, he said both? You didn't say he like call me Harold and Kumar. He called you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be like you, one. You're one person. Yeah. You can't Seven be Harold and Kumar. Seven Eleven. I never got. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. doesn't even strike me as a slander. I have uncles who own Seven Elevens, and they're doing very and well. They're doing very well. Yeah. It's a like good business. I mean? like, oh, shut up, you small business owner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not an insult. I don't think so. Uh, so yeah, yeah. With Latinas, we this is a, a, a thing. We need an N word. We need yeah. one right now because we're getting popular, and <laughs> you know, like we're in, yeah. in our moment. This is our time, and we're not being able to like find our own. Yeah, Trump is very focused on the variety of brown people for scaremongering. Yeah, it's like and, more, and, you know, we need. We he need didn't go like the old thing. the old Bush strategy was like the Willie Horton black. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, rest in peace. George Herbert Walker, you know what I mean? Yeah. A very noble, dignified man. But like... Uh, talking about AIDS. Here, yeah, yeah, talking about AIDS here. And like, uh, but not, you know, that used to be their bag. And now it's like brown people. But still, they are still throwing the classics. Yes. They'll never get over the classics. They'll classic. never get over the classics. They'll never get yeah, over the yeah, classics. Yeah. It's just sometimes you didn't play a new song. You know what they, I mean? They want to try a new song. They put it at the beginning, but then they go back to the classics. You know, that's how the concert all, works. Just like, you know, <laughs> Westerns went out of flavor in the 60s and the 70s. Exactly. And they came back. Exactly. So don't get jealous black people i'm sure you'll have your turn you're, you're always gonna be number one you'll always be number always one number in their for them yeah. yeah yeah anyways let's move on what's our next story let's go white man white man <laughs> explain okay. something you yeah, didn't say white anything man. in this part of white dude speaking of no good slurs <laughs> talk johnny quest <laughs> oh i'm johnny quest yeah you have the best character you yeah. do johnny who doesn't want to be yeah. johnny quest? oh i'm the lead of the oh, show yeah, you oh thank you I'm the main character no no but i love the other guy like the white hair that jo like the, the guy was there, like george clooney uh <laughs> what the name of that guy it was like uh yeah the older gentleman <laughs> it was like this handsome old gentleman yeah like, you know he was just drinking scotch obviously bag and obviously mills, gay you know like I mean? he oh, never addressed it bag like, and dills yeah, yeah. But, speaking of a uh, questionable white gentleman tom cruise has a message for you that's Viral. Finally. Here is Tom Cruise's viral message. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Obviously. <laughs> and I'm Chris McCoy, obviously. <laughs> Please, stop. And we're talking stop to you. <laughs> stop <laughs> there. <laughs> he just, like, obviously. I'm Tom Cruise. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. To be fair. Uh, yeah, he's in a video. Okay? He's in a video. He's making a joke. other guy there. Yeah, but obviously. still, like, no one. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. Obviously, yeah. morons. Obviously. What is Tom Cruise talking about? You from the set of Top Gun Maverick. We're very proud to present Mission Impossible Fallout, and we want you to enjoy it to the fullest possible effect, just as you would in a theater. To that end, we'd like a moment of your time to talk to you about video interpolation. Video interpolation or motion smoothing. So he's talking about that, like, soap opera thing. You know what I mean? And you, and you think it's going to be like, and we're going to talk about meningitis. <laughs> uh, you know, you think it's going to be like something about charity? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then he's like, a setting for your TV? Video uh, No, when I saw Tom Cruise viral, I expected this. You better know it. And if you don't, you know, go and learn it. You know? But don't pretend you know it and 
or for, you know, whatever. It's like, we're here to help. I mean, if you're a Scientologist, you see life, you see things the way they are. <laughs> no, it's I love know, that they're All of its complexity. It's like mission impossible. This is your mission. If you, if you <laughs> join the Scientology and become the biggest douchebag on Earth. <laughs> it's like, I accept it. Oh, my God. But no, he was talking about that. You know when you watch a TV? Yes. And I'm actually glad that I saw this. I remember my sister got one of these super high-definition new TVs, yes. and she gets it, and it's like – there's a, it looks like a soap opera. They call it soap opera. What happened is like this: the, the setting of like, uh, what's the name of it? I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Probably yeah. in the video. It's a setting that make your like the every every still of like it's like transforming to the next one, trying to make it smoother, but it looks like fake. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. If it's that, yeah, I think that's and I always I always used to think it was because like it was so clear that it just looks real, so it looks fake or something. It looks so fake. You know, Tommy, can you explain what the fuck why it looks like that? Uh, no. I think Aren't it's you like a production. No, I, th guy? I think Jesus. let me, let me say this, uh, Tommy, if you allow me. It's like two uh, HD. No, it's like it's, it's your eye seeing like some. Uh, Rate the what's the name of this? I, I, I frame think, rate, yes. Your eye is seeing some frame rate, and this is like faster than that. So the human eye is like, This is fake, yeah. You know, like, I think that's it. I think that's what it is. That's what they did with the Lord of the Rings movies, yeah. It almost like looks like they shot it in fast motion or something, yeah. yeah. And but it's not in fast motion, so your eye is like, What the, what the yeah. hell? What the hell? Uh, and, and this is the thing, like, I love that Tom Cruise. And the director stopped the shooting, or probably like a billion dollar movie. <laughs> billion dollar I was like, guys, <laughs> take a break. We need some time to explain to humans because we're like this super superhuman. We're not gonna explain to like normal people how to change the settings of the TV that they can enjoy <laughs> or movies even more. Yeah, you know that's that's what happened there. Oh, I still love Tom Cruise. I movies. no, I I will love he's him forever. He's the best. The Mission Impossible is great, and he's the best runner in movies. You know, if you if you listen to this podcast, you know I this. Study this yeah. There's literally a seven minute scene in fucking Mission Impossible and plot where it, he's just jog and he runs from one end of like St. Petersburg to wait, like the other one before the building. On falls. YouTube, it's there's amazing. a super cut of he could every take you video say, oh, of really? Tom Cruise running. That's amazing. I watch that every morning. I just like wake <laughs> just up, you. play, and it's like he's running the yeah. whole morning. I think he could take you say Bolt to be honest with you. But the thing is, like, there's a way of running like Tom Cruise because this is this is it's I, the arms full. It's like arm you're you're drama, you're very stiff. Dozzle, low center and of gravity. It's karate hands too. And it's karate hands. It's like really like yeah. this, and this part of your body is connected to like this yes. part. So you're like doing like kind of like an X. like a human Sonic the Hedgehog, but straight arms. It's straight insane, up. and yeah. that's the fastest way to run according to like every scientist that I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, Tom Cruise, if you're listening to this, we love you. We appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. And thank Hell you for helping with the settings for our TV. Thank you so much. Thank Man, you so much. You're an angel. You are an angel. And also, big takeaway, Top Gun Maverick. Really? I can't wait. I can't wait to be disappointed I can't wait. by that. I'm going to be so fucking wait. disappointed. And, uh, well, by the way, like, the last Mission Impossible was great. Did you watch oh, it? Uh, fantastic. Every Mission Impossible has been great. Even the second one is good. This you know? guy is hurt. <laughs> Tom, I like the John Woo. I, like Thandy <laughs> Newton, I got the biggest crush on her. That I think Tom, I think Tom Cruise have like this weird way of like have a comeback, but like he never went away. He never went away, you know. Mm. So yeah. I mean, well, I think this is all we can say about this is like Scientology works. Scientology <laughs> works. And Tommy, with that, can we have our life question of the week before we wrap it up? Well, uh, you know, we were talking a lot about death in this episode. 
Yeah. So I figure, uh, you know, if you could look back at your younger self and give him some advice, what what would you do differently? Mm. Interesting. By Google. By Google. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do differently? I've lived a life that's full, pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm pretty certain. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I would live differently just because what you learn between you progress when you progress in your ages between, you know. 20 and 30 is a lot and you know it would be a superpower if you could go back and be 20 with mm. having your older yeah mindset brain. and knowledge not even like a back to the future 2 thing where you have like oh i know the cubs beat you know i want to have sex Dodgers. with my mom and yeah, yeah I have sex with my, mom. my mom's secretly <laughs> my mom is come hot on to me my yeah. mom's hot my dad's pretty hot too you know it's Christian Glover, yeah so. not that kind of and fancy. pretty hot too why is back to the future turning me on so much i don't really know <laughs> But, you know, just to have a super it would to go back and just to know yourself more and know kind of your capabilities. You know, yes. I think there's a lot of bullshit insecurities and anxieties that you deal with in life. But the only way to get to this mindset is through is through the kind of going desert like of like 20s. High school is just like <laughs> junior high, high school. It's just like a quivering mass of like nerves. And oh, my anxiety. gosh. I hate it. Horrible. I hate the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I remember like feeling so stressed for things like they're so fucking dumb, right. and then like feeling like friendship was important, yeah. like your friends, mm. and it's like they're not your friends. Oh, I didn't go to school. I didn't drink or smoke at all in high school. Oh, I yeah. would have gone back every day, fucked up, yeah. dude. I would have been fucked up every day, <laughs> boy. Like I had friends they would roll around and smoke before school every day. I was like, oh my god, that's so bad. I would have been yeah. doing that. There would have been whiskey in my fucking Slurpees. I wouldn't have given a fuck. But but dude. by the way, I think there's like a different kind of people. I gave a fuck there's too people. much. That's Tommy. I cared. Yeah. I gave yeah, a fuck. You too cared much. too much Same. for about not about what didn't matter. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, I probably yeah the same the same. Yeah. I when it when I was uh, that's kind of like so. Deep, it's hard to answer. Now, I don't know if deep is yeah. the right word, but it's like so personal, it's hard to answer. And there's a couple of jobs that I will say, like, don't do that. Yeah. You know? A couple uh, of jokes? Uh, jobs. jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a couple things I shouldn't have hooked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. A couple yeah. that I should have. A couple wildebeest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. It was good. What, what's the one thing, event that you would go back and, and change? No, just if you could know one thing from history, what would it be? From human history or from yeah, my own story? History. Oh, damn it! Like uh, Vine was gonna matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if Vine was gonna matter, I don't know. I think I'd figure out maybe the Jesus thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that you figure out the Jesus thing? I think you could figure out the Jesus mm, thing. Yeah. You go what would you figure the, out about the Jesus thing? You go there in the crucifixion. See if that you know. There you go. Yeah. Right. I think. I mean, yeah, that check is. the nails. I, I think every story of the Bible in real life, I'm sure, it was so disappointing. <laughs> you know, like you would read it, and it's like, wow, this guy showed up, and then it's like just a dude, hey, hi, like you know, like every story is bigger in the in he the turns, Bible. He yeah. turns water to wine, but it's Franzia. No, it's just a little bit. <laughs> it's I mean, so disappointing. Or, uh, yeah, or, just, or just a little bit. Like yeah. okay, he turned water into wine, but like just I half think, of a glass. I think, well, <laughs> I think I think Jesus. Still amazing, but like I think Kennedy because Kennedy has had so much. Shit on top of it that's inscrutable mm. like there's just no way of knowing at this point yeah and then area 51 i think would be the third i think you're i, I don't think it's that's true man i think area 51 is like an internet shit no next it exists time. but what's in it no so one you're telling me what is there you're obviously nothing me. important because so we know where it is obviously like the real so one is like why is it there, 62. Then? Why is it there though okay 
because they're playing Fabrizio, with your mind. Next time, if we have time at the end, we're gonna do Sean Joe. Like, not I'm not saying I believe, but I will do if I was hired. Like Ben Franklin uh, represented those British soldiers because America has to have everybody represented, and people are saying he was a traitor. He said, "No, this is American justice system." If I had to be an advocate for the case of UFOs, I will give you the case-by-case -case basis. Area 51 isn't in there, but I'll just end it on this, okay? So you're saying it's okay. a coincidence that prior to this incident, that Area 51 was not isolated, it wasn't top secret, it wasn't anything like that. So then just simply after this incident, all of a sudden the whole area is top secret and you can't even Google Maps on it to this day. That seems like a not rather odd coincidence. I think we just from simple. If we here work. tonight, we're talking about this place. Yeah, that place is not the place. You know, like we don't the real Area Fifty One. It's some. It's no, doesn't have that name. <laughs> we don't know where it is, and we don't know if they even exist. You know, like it's. If we're talking about it, it's probably not the right place. Right. That's my theory. Right. It's a decoy. And what is, what do you think? It's like I think Area Fifty One is in Sylvester Stallone's fat head. If you ever get <laughs> if you ever get to be, be president, and this is like such a Trump idea, but it's like yeah. obviously the free thing is like oh, okay, but before all the conflicts in the world, bring me the bring me the that oh, the national bring treasure me, too. Bring me that folder, oh, dude. Bring me that folder. Clinton tried. He couldn't. They, he couldn't get it. Ah, uh, so and Clinton, we can't go down this fucking rabbit hole. We'll be here for another hour. Oh, he got it. Okay. and he got replaced by a clone. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time, Fabrizio, we'll do it. Okay, okay. okay. Thank you very much, Hitami. You're the best. Thank you very much, Fab. Fabrizio, I'm glad to be here. You're great, and thank you very much, Tom Cruise, for being the best damn runner in movies. We are fanatics. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much. Bye.